You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert, Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. It's a very special episode because I have a very special person on for you who's in the studio with me right now. And I just got done reading her new book and I'm just going to say it. It's epic. (laughs) It's incredible. It's incredible. And it's so many things that I've been talking about and sharing over the last couple of years. And she's really consolidated into an absolutely game changing program, which I can't wait to share. Even on the plane, I got an early edition, first of all, which is always nice. And I was reading it on the plane and the flight attendant was just, she just, came over just seeing the cover of the book and just started asking me all these questions. Next thing you know, we're besties, all right? All because of this incredible book. So I'm really excited to talk about it and to talk about her. But I almost had like a straight up national emergency today, all right? And I'm gonna tell you why. I was going to make my coffee and my wife's coffee and I realized I forgot my MCT oil, all right? And I was upset. All right, I was screaming. It was. Do you remember in Home Alone, like when he's running around the house with his arms wailing and flailing around? I didn't do that, but I thought about it. All right, I love my MCT oil that much. And first of all, we we know why on the nutrition side. All right, has thermogenic benefits. And what's so interesting about these medium chain triglycerides is that the particle size is such that it can actually cross over into the your cell membrane, so it can literally go directly to your cells for energy. Whereas like if you're eating, you know, even great food, you know, some wild caught salmon or some uh, sweet potato, when you eat that food, your body has to convert it into this cellular currency. So it's in fish currency at first and then it has to get converted into human cell currency. MCTs speak that language, right? So right there, we've got a instant cell food, essentially, that's efficient. And another thing, and this is huge, and you're gonna hear a lot more about this, is the benefits of supporting your microbiome, all right? So it has antimicrobial, antibacterial, antifungal properties that tends towards taking out the so-called bad bacteria, all right? So just another benefit, and you, of course, this is one of the things we'll probably talk about today in supporting your microbiome, all right? All those things are great, but I want my coffee to taste good. All right, this is my number one objective. Well, not number one, let me, it's 50-50, all right? And so for me, the emulsified MCT oils from Onnit, it's something special, it's magical. I had the usual MCT oil, the clear, you know, whatever stuff, which is great. Then I had the emulsified version, and my favorite is the almond milk latte, all right? Just, I know it sounds good, all right? And so having that and it's kind of like a coffee creamer. So it's again in that lane of, we know that people like coffee. We know that people like creamer. Let's add to something they're already doing and make it an easier on-ramp. That's what I really love about it. And so it tastes amazing and we get all those health benefits and they're also supportive of these MCTs of your body creating ketones as well. So if you're doing intermittent fasting, if you're doing a ketogenic approach, it's supportive of that. So you get that kind of energy as well. So I love it very much, as you've heard, national disaster today when I realized I did not pack it and bring it along with me on the road because I every time I do. and uh, But I made it, it's okay, I'll see you when I get home. I'm gonna hold it, I'm gonna rub it, and I'm gonna love it, all right, <laughs> when I get back. 
So head over there, check them out, get your own, all right? Onnit.com forward slash model. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash model. And you get 10% off all of the incredible things that Onnit carries. MCT oil, they've got an incredible protein powder that my wife absolutely loves. And my son as well, uh, Jordan, my oldest son, just goes through. Listen, when you see my son, you're just like, oh man. That's probably just what you're gonna say, just like, oh man, right? <laughs> all of these muscles. Right? He's a big kid, and what he's doing is, you know, he really loves this on it protein as well. So head over there, check him out on it.com forward slash model for 10% off everything. And on that note, let's get to the Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled Favorite Podcast, Legit by Lee Lee Lena. Quickly became hands down my favorite podcast that I get excited every day to listen to episodes. It's like having your own personal health and life coach who actually cares about you. Nothing froofy, just real, which is appreciated. The topics cover all areas of health and love the guest interviewed. As health has always been an issue for me, I became excited to make better choices that Sean talks about. And not only do I feel more energetic, happier, stronger, I've saved money, but I've became even more motivated. This podcast is legit, and I know I can trust what Sean says. Wow, thank you so much for leaving me that review. That hit all my heartstrings, and you even threw legit in there, all right? Immediately, I conjure up ideals of, of Hammer, all right? And I'm telling you, eighth grade dance, all right? Legendary, okay? The circle gather round when Hammer comes on, all right? Too legit to quit. It was epic. You should have been there. If I had footage of this, it would be off the chain. So, but thank you so much for leaving that review. I truly, truly, truly do appreciate that. And everybody, listen, if you've yet to leave a review, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. I appreciate it so very much. And on that note, let's get to our special guest and topic of the day. Our guest today is New York Times bestselling author and overall boss, Shalene Johnson. All right, this is her third time on the show. All right, three-peat. And so this is like Michael Jordan level, you know, he did the three-peat, <laughs> right? And she's got a brand new book and this is a game changer, all right? There are so many different uh, recipe books and, and nutrition programs and many of them, obviously, they're wonderful and we highlight a lot of them. There's something really unique about this and it's something that we're gonna talk about today, but it's ever increasingly important, which is personalization of your nutrition approach. And I just think she just knocked it out of the park. And this is definitely a book you're gonna to wanna to have in your hands ASAP. And I'd like to welcome back to the Model Health Show, my friend, Shalene Johnson. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Thank you. So awesome to be here. Thank you for coming to see me. Yeah. For a change. I know, it's I was crazy with you last that you're time. in California. I know, I know. We gotta keep it on the low, keep it on the low, low. All right, so I love your book. And do you have that the feelings like your books coming out and way more than my first book and I don't know why I I think probably because I I'm so passionate about this change and I also feel like in many regards like this is my opportunity to make it right mm. you know I, you know if we can because I I gotta share this with your book you literally start off in the beginning of the book with an apology yeah and i was just kind of floored by that can yeah. you share a little bit about why why you did that yeah i um i i think it kind of dawned on me after i had a health scare that i hadn't respected the position i was in in the way that i needed to 
And by that, I mean, I, I just didn't do my due diligence when I was giving people advice on how to exercise and what to eat. I was, I spent a lot of time just going, well, that person's must be knowledgeable. They must know what they're talking about. They've got more followers, more experience, et cetera. So I'm going to repeat what they said mm-hmm. and, and accept it as fact. And when I had my own health scare, I knew it was because of the way I was eating and exercising in my lifestyle and that I had an obligation to make it right because I had thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people following me. Yeah. So if, if my health had been jeopardized because of my lifestyle, what does that mean has happened to other people who, who followed me? Mm. Yeah. And so it was an apology for... It was the- an apology for not taking that, that responsibility as seriously as I needed to. And it was this was my wow. opportunity yeah. to say... Listen, I take this so seriously now. I want to do the research. I've done the research. And I'm willing to tell you that I've made mistakes in the past by just sharing information that I hadn't researched or hadn't looked into the research on it. And this is my opportunity to not only share with people the research, but also to say we have to stay open-minded. This is what we know today. And we're learning so much more every single day that the worst thing we can do is say this is the only way. This is why... This just speaks to your level of of wisdom and your level of care. People don't apologize, first of all, for just basic stuff, you know, but just that big kind of public announcement and just saying, I'm I'm sorry, I'm taking accountability for Mm -hmm. this. And here's the work that I've done is just phenomenal. Like Mm -hmm. it just like broke down all my walls to Mm -hmm. start. And I know it's going to do that for a lot of the readers as well. Yeah. And I'm really excited about Thank that. You. And so one of the things that you talk about, and just kind of this goes right in alignment with it, is you said in the book that the idea that any one diet or even any one fitness program will work for everyone makes about as much sense as one size fits all skinny jeans. <laughs> the non-stretchy type. Yeah, it just does not, doesn't work. It won't work. But it's crazy how we've been so conditioned to believe that. You know, when I first started developing a way that other people could do this and and customize it, right? Everybody's been so trained to say, well, where's your meal plan? I want your meal plan. Yeah. You know, and I want your rules. But at the same time, we also, if you ask anyone, people know diets don't work when we follow someone else's diet. But yet we're still so brainwashed, so conditioned to believe that we are going to get it wrong. So I need to do exactly what you're doing, failing to take into consideration your age, gender, dieting history, genetics, lifestyle, epigenetics, you know, gut health, all of those things yeah. impact what is going to work and what isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. That's just a smidgen of the unique things about us. Yeah. You know, like stress, uh, whether or not you have kids. You even talk about this stuff, finance, you know, your financial yes. situation. Yeah. That's going to determine what you eat too. Yeah. You know, well, my financial situation, I had a lot of uh, ramen noodles, you know, because <laughs> they just fit in the finances. You yeah. Know? And yeah. so we got to think about those things. Yeah. So nuts. And time. I mean, when, when I was kind of at the peak of, I shouldn't say the peak, I guess the bottom mm. of my health. Reverse peak. Right, exactly. <laughs> the, the bottom it was interesting because I was getting so much praise at that time mm. for like people would say, I wanna do I wanna do what you're doing, I wanna eat what you're eating. And I was so, I didn't realize I was so unhealthy because you you look at someone on Instagram or in your, you know, best photo, if you will, mm. and you assume that they're healthy based on what we're seeing, but you're not you 
that there's no way to look at a photo and see longevity, to see cellular health, or to see stress levels. You just can't see that. And when I was at my worst, everything I ate was as fast as possible. Like how does it, you know, does it say there's a, there's a lot of protein and it's fat free and um, great, then I will consume it. Was protein powders, protein cookies, protein snacks, like everything was like, okay, quick, fast, let's go. And my mindset was, well, that's what I saw everyone else doing, so this must be good for me. Mm, oh my goodness, yeah, that's so real. And from that, and so this just kind of like taking me back because you know many of the people listening have done the same thing. Yeah, you know whether it's the low fat phenomenon or just really focusing on you know you got to get all this protein in. Yes, and the protein because it's high protein, it gives us permission slip, you know, to to eat all this like crazy processed food mm -hmm. and. And one of the things people also can't see is what's going on with your brain. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge wake up yeah, call for you is was. when you got a spec scan done. And it's right. a true story. I didn't yeah, tell you this. Yeah. I was texting with Daniel Amen, Dr. Daniel Amen, who's yes. been on the show before. We'll put his episode in the show notes. Literally like four or five days ago. And I was like, hey, do you know Shalene Johnson by chance? You know, we were just talking about whatever. And he was like, very well, you know, they were great friends or something. And then I started reading your book because it yeah, came in for me. Yeah. And then within the first few pages, you talked about him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, of course. Yeah. Makes total sense. And, you know, we're in this great position where um, I had him on my podcast. It's such a great way to have access to experts, right? Yeah. And I had him on my podcast, and I was talking to him about adult ADD. And I was describing some of my symptoms, kind of joking around about mm. it. And he's like, afterwards, he goes, I'm really serious. I'd like for you to come in and have your brain scanned. And I thought... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be exciting. They're going to be, they're going to say, we've never seen a brain like this before. She must be a genius. Everybody get in here. Look at this genius brain, right? Well, <laughs> during, there's a, there's a part of the testing where you have to like really focus and concentrate on this particular, you know, pattern that they have you watching and going through it. I fell asleep during that oh my part God. of the test. Oh my God. And I'm like, <gasps> oh. And and then when they scanned my brain, the when Dr. Amon reviewed it, he was just like, I know you're a health professional, but this is failing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, it really was that day. That day was a day, not for me, because I think sometimes we make health changes because we want to look better, we want to feel better. Yeah. But we always want that, right? We always yeah. want that. So why don't we make those changes? And for me, when I got the news that my brain was 20 years older than what it should be, and they, they could show me the areas where I wasn't getting blood flow and these big giant white spots and the toxicity, and that I was completely deficient in almost every major vitamin and mineral, um, that my hormones were out of whack because I had all of these things tested, I was like, I, these can't be my results. I'm a, I'm a health and fitness expert. How could these be my results? And I went and sat in my car and just, cried because mm. I thought about my kids and I thought I don't want them like having to take care of my personal needs like I don't like to see them to see me without my lashes on I don't want them <laughs> like changing diapers because of something I've done and like that day like I literally made a decision to change everything wow and wow that was kind of what, like the first big domino, you know, you, yeah. you kind of knew there was stuff, but to see the visual and you put the before and after too. Yeah. So there's good stuff that happened thereafter, That's but right. it took for a change in your mindset and how you're doing things. First mindset. Yeah. yeah. But I also had to, 
I literally was like, how did this happen? How, how could I be unhealthy if I'm eating clean, if I'm exercising like crazy, if I'm taking in information, if I'm learning all of these things, if, I, if I'm doing all these things that I'm telling everybody else to do, why do I have failing health, but I look healthy? Yeah. How, I, how do I make these things? How do I understand how this happened? And what am I supposed to do? It's so overwhelming. It's so confusing. And I, I took a break from our other businesses and Brett's totally supported me. And I said, I just have to know what's going on. And I, frankly, I'm so grateful for my podcast because I got to get into places and talk to experts who probably wouldn't have allowed me to ask the questions I did or worked with me or, you know, like visiting major universities and talking to the researchers who, to help me figure out how do I, how did this happen and how do I fix it? And then ultimately, how do I help other people fix it? Because they're not going to follow my plan. They're going to need to create their own, but I need to simplify that for people. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm curious, you know, knowing that, so you get these results and again, the before and after scans are in the book, which is crazy because it was it, was it two years years. later? Yeah. So to be able to literally change your brain that much, because you could see like, there's like a hole, you yeah, know, and of the three big holes. Yeah. And that's what like, um, indication of, you know, blood flow circulation, mm-hmm. nutrients reaching those parts of the brain. Right. And you recall like, wow. So first of all, how, like, <laughs> what did you do? Um, first of all, I had to figure out that what I was doing with my food wasn't serving my brain. Um, mm. I was completely no, if it said zero fat and high protein, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll eat it. I was afraid of fat. I was afraid of, I was restricting calories, restricting calories, not mainly because I, my metabolism was broken. I didn't realize that the more I exercised and the less I ate, the less I got to eat and the more I had to exercise just to maintain. Mm. Uh, so my, I really was suffering from weight loss resistance. It wasn't that I had a weight problem. It was that I had a metabolism problem. Yeah. So and also I, you being in the field where you always have to look a certain way yeah. and, you know, doing the the fitness videos, which you have like a record with these. Was it like 200? Guinness Book of World Records. Oh I, I, I'm currently still the holder. I'm sure someone has done more than me now, but at the, I still have that record, which is kind of funny because um, it it definitely being in that mindset of I need to look a certain way um, wasn't healthy for me. You know, I'm 5'2". So if I gain like three pounds, it looks like 30. And there's so much pressure. You know, I I write about some of those conversations with producers where they... Oh, no, you have to share this. When they call... This is our husband, Brett. Yeah. When they they called to want to speak to him and not you about something that they wanted done for the video, it just like broke my heart. You got to share that. Yeah. So I think people want to be in exercise videos. They're like, oh, that sounds amazing. And... Maybe it is for some people. For me, I always felt like an imposter because I, I knew how, how many hours I had to exercise to just look that way and how little I was eating. I wasn't dieting, but I wasn't eating very much and I was exercising like crazy just to hopefully someone will think I looked the part and I was doing all these videos and that was always in the back of my mind, this kind of imposter syndrome, like you don't look like these other people. They're all tall and beautiful and lean and it must come naturally to them and you work so hard. Don't let anyone find that out. And I was preparing for a series um, and my husband, Brett, got a phone call from 
the producer and the producer said to him, hey, you know, I'd like you to have a conversation with Shalene about her body. We just, we really think this program could do so much better sales-wise if, if she could just drop weight, you know, drop a few pounds, get really lean, get really tight, look really inspirational for women. And I was, I wasn't on the call. They called my husband. And I remember him being like, just kind of out of it after the call. I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? Um, and he's, he finally shared with me what they said. And I just, like, I felt like my blood, like, I felt like I was standing there naked, like, mm-hmm. so exposed. Like, my secret's out. Like, people, see, I, it was like all the confirmations mm-hmm. that you don't belong here. But also, I wanted to prove to people that I did belong there. So I wanted to drop those few pounds. I, and I went crazy. And I, so I exercised even more. I was probably exercising four hours a day to prepare for that video series. Do you want me to tell you what I was eating? Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, sugar-free Jello, uh, Diet Coke, and 100-calorie popcorn. I survived on that and four hours of exercise. And even with that, I mean, hashtag leaky gut, hashtag destroy your brain. So please yeah. don't follow that diet program. So I show up to film these videos knowing that's what I've been eating and knowing I've been exercising for like four hours a day. And meanwhile, I lost like six pounds, maybe. Um, and I walked in and they just, you know, kind of looked me up and down because that's what they do before you go on camera. You, you know, they're doing that to help because they want you to look good. So it doesn't come from a negative place, but it feels very, um, I, I just was so uncomfortable mm. standing there going, did I, did I lose enough? I know they're not happy with my body already. I know they don't think that I look the right way. And I'm just standing there in this little tiny bra top and tiny shorts. And I'm a 45 year old, a grown ass woman mm. being judged by people. And then, and then they're like, we're really happy. You're, you look great. You've never looked better. And I just held it together to film a series. Um, and, uh, but I was, I knew I, I couldn't even focus. I was hanging on by a thread. My emotions were up and down. I had no energy. My hair was falling out. I, my muscles had lost all of their shape. I couldn't think. My brain fog, like I just couldn't even function. It was so hard to get through those videos. But meanwhile, the praise, because mm. I posted one wow. photo on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And see, this is where the apology comes from. Because now I contributed to women who were like, hashtag goals. I want to know what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing. And I lied. I lied. I said, I'm following this program. I'm working out 30 minutes a day. And I wasn't because I didn't want anyone to know that. I want them to believe. And here's the thing. I did believe other people could follow that food plan and people could exercise for 30 minutes a day and get those results. But I knew it wasn't working for me. Yeah. It wasn't malicious in any sense. No. But it wasn't working for me, and I just thought I was broken. And when I share that story, so many women are like, oh, such a relief. I thought I was the only one who was broken. And it wasn't that I was broken. My body wasn't broken. I was mistreating it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for sharing that that story. Because, you know, it really did hit me like, oh, my, like, so many people are struggling with this and also just even the imposter syndrome, yeah. you know, in our lives in some form or fashion. I like, still get teary eyed. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's like, good. you know, I'm going to be found out, you know, all those other people are that thing, but I'm not. And I'm, you know, 
in that alignment with them. And it just does a number on our psyche. Yeah. And to hear the, the not the most tragic part, but one of them <laughs> is, um, you know, that public confirmation, which feeds into you doing that behavior. And I see it. I see yeah. it so much now. Like in social media, I see people, they get excited when they see a fitness influencer mm-hmm. um, get super lean. And I always say, you just, you just don't know and I'm speaking from personal experience, how they got there and what's yeah. going on and how trapped they are. And most importantly, you don't know anything about their health from looking at a person's right. super lean physique. Yeah. You really you, don't. We got to talk about this now. Just there's a difference between fitness and health. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And, you know, you really, I feel like I got here late to the game, you know, because I think you've been at the forefront of this and and – I really have to commend you because just starting to listen to your podcast really opened me up to so many of these experts and ideas and the thought of health versus the look of fitness. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, this is, but of course, you know, this is the beautiful part is that there are levels to this and many of us have this story, but some of us kind of get stuck in certain chapters for a yes. while, you know? And when I first started my uh, clinical practice and just working with patience over and over and over throughout the day if I was doing something you're doing it you know like if I'm vegetarian you're vegetarian if Uh I'm paleo you're paleo you know but the crazy thing is I've spent years doing each thing so you know five years vegan two years raw food two years paleo three years intermittent fast all these different things I experiment like go ham with them Mm -hmm. and Thank goodness. Thank goodness. For me, it wasn't personal. It wasn't me. Well, it was. It started with me because I realized that different things were working for me at different times. Yes. And I realized like I can't get attached to this thing that worked before because it can just keep leading me. My body's giving me feedback. And I had this big revelation. This is about maybe eight years ago. And I realized in my practice that every one of these people needs something different. Mm. And it's my job to pay attention mm. and to help them to uncover that. Yeah. You know, and that's when everything changed. And so even in your book, you're you're working and giving people these uh this guidance to find that for themselves because yeah. ultimately that's what your best diet is, is right. for you. Yes. And it's finding that balance because as I started testing this, so initially once I really was feeling different and I was able to exercise a normal human amount. And I was eating mm-hmm. I was eating food, all kinds of food. Mm-hmm. And once I figured it out for myself, I'm like, okay, so how do I start testing this with other people if it has to it needs to be unique to them? Mm-hmm. So I first started with a hundred people and then we started testing it with a bigger group of um, three hundred, then five hundred, then a thousand, then five thousand, and eventually twenty five thousand people we tested it with. And the one thing that was most eye opening to me is that people still don't, it doesn't matter how smart the individual is, you can be a neuroscience scientist and they still don't trust themselves when it comes to food because we've set people up for failure for so long that Mm -hmm. even when we, you know, give them some leeway and you can try this or try that, they'll say, oh, but I need to know exactly what to do. So it's striking that balance where I can help people walk through it, but also give them permission to experiment and to figure out what feels best and not to get all caught up in the numbers and not to get all caught up in. And if if you have great results doing this, please know we're going to have to change that because eventually you won't. Yeah. 
you know? Oh, that's so good, so good. Because that we're working on, first of all, there's just a, a kind of a template we come here with a little bit, you know, a little genetic tendency towards being a somebody. Like for me, you know, we've got the, the what, why, how person, you know, there's different personality yep. types. And some people literally just want to know, just tell me how, just tell me how to do it. Give me the rules. I'm more of a, like a why and what person. Like mm-hmm. when I hear what it is, like it infatuates me, you know? And so speaking to those folks and also we have, but we still have, we do all of it. But, and I saw that in the book, I was just like, I see you right now, you're giving people permission, yeah. you know, because we, I can't just tell you here, do this, right. but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to yeah. give you this guidance, but you're going to need to do a little bit of work, which is going to work for everybody right? to uncover these things for you. It's why I put a glass of wine on the cover, mm-hmm. you know, and my publisher was like, wait, this is a health book and you want a glass of wine and a salad on the cover? I'm like, yeah, I'd like, I'd also like a big chunk of chocolate too, if we could do that, you know, like I want to push the envelope because nothing is off limits. And it's crazy to me that as adults, the number one question people will say is, can I, can I eat this? Which is something your eight year old should probably ask you, but a grown person is asking us these things like, can I eat this? Can I eat that? And I always say, once you have the knowledge and the understanding of how it's going to affect your body, you're not going to want to ask someone else for permission you'll know with certainty and with confidence and nothing is more freeing than knowing if something is good for you or not. Healthy for you. I shouldn't say good for you. Healthy for you if it's working for you. And there's also things that you can't necessarily eat right now, maybe because you're healing your gut, but down the road you may be able to. Right, right. You know, and that piece and giving people grace and helping people understand that when it comes to our health, you've got to stop thinking like a dieter. Like the all or nothing, I'm on or off. It drives me crazy when I hear people say, I want to try your one through one method after my vacation. It's like saying, I'm interested in parenting after, <laughs> after my vacation. No, health is something you, you, just, you just do it. Yeah. And there's going to be imperfect days and days that you can improve upon. But you don't, you're not on health or off health. It's a journey. Yeah. You know? So real. So real. Oh, my goodness. Um, I want to talk about this. Something else that you said in the book that really stuck out for me. Um, but basically, you know, when we work and we struggle on a diet, we tend to think that it's us. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, like there's something wrong with you. You're broken, Mm -hmm. you know, we're defective. And when you've got these cool little side notes Mm -hmm. in the book, and then also you have a side note saying that this isn't just for me to give you side notes, it's for you to write your notes. Yeah. And in an episode I did with my, with my buddy, Jim Quick, he talked about, um, because even at a, you know, we've done these different conferences and, you know, he'll have like you divide your paper in half and you'll write the note, but then you'll write immediately, how does this apply to you? Mm. Or what what yeah. can you take away from this little nugget that you just got? Right. But you said in one of those notes that practically from birth, we are conditioned to believe we are flawed. So can you talk just a little bit about that? Because yeah. it's just like, it really struck me. Gosh, it's just everything. You know, we we want to change our kids. We want to change our hair color. We want to fix everything that we were, that's uniquely us. And, and so we've been conditioned to believe that, you know, somebody else is perfect. Other people are perfect and we need to aspire to be like them. So, and therefore we need to adopt their diet. We need to follow their exercise regimen. And if I do, well, then I'll be more like you instead of realizing we were perfectly created by God. And we need to honor that. And by honoring that, it means like honoring your health. Like your health is such a gift. And we've just, and we've moved so far away from, you know, 
by our own biology and so far away from what we were designed to do, what we were designed to eat and how we were designed to live. I mean, everything. And I'm, you know, I'm realistic. I realize we've, we're not going to get rid of our phones. We're not going to, you know, change the, we're not all going to grow our own fruits and vegetables and raise our own grass fed, grass finished cows. But there's a lot more we can do to kind of back away from what's been forced down our throats in terms of marketing mm-hmm. and just realize like, oh, that's, we do that just because it's been marketed to us. Yeah. Like think about our kids. Like mm-hmm. when you and I grew up, we didn't have a pre-breakfast snack and then breakfast and then a snack after breakfast and then, you know, lunch and then a snack after lunch and then go to your sports and then have a cupcake because you played soccer and then go home. You, we just didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's just marketing. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy because it's kind of the strange umbrella that's like over our culture, you know, just the, just those ideas that are out there. Yeah. And we don't question it, you know. Right. And this is what I love about the 131 method, which we'll talk about, is kind of just how we naturally work as humans and the cyclical nature of things, which we'll get to in a second. First, though, what is 131? Because first, <laughs> you know, I've been hearing about this for like a year, yeah. you know, because I know you were doing a lot of testing yes. with folks. And, you know, I've just been in my, doing my thing in my lane. And but I was like, I'll find out eventually. You know, I'm <laughs> sure she'll tell me. Yeah. And I didn't know the book was coming. So can uh, you share what it means? Yes. And then we'll go from there. For sure. Yeah, the the first one of 131 is, is your one thing that you want to work on right now. It's like the domino effect. If you think about when someone comes into an ER room, you figure out like, okay, where is this person injured and what's the most important thing for us to fix first? Right. So that's your one thing. It's your your personal objective and that changes as you get healthier. Yeah. Um, the three is it's three weeks of kind of testing an approach to your eating, uh, to your nutrition. And you're testing it knowing that you can change this and phase it so that that homeostasis doesn't kick in so that you you don't get caught up on like, well, I'm keto for life or I'm paleo forever. Whatever it is, you want to figure out like, okay, for a season, let me f- see how this works for me. Balance my hormones, whatever your objective is. That's the three. And then the final week is for fasting and refueling, but not fasting for weight loss. It is fasting for cellular health. It is fasting for brain health. It's fasting to help you really rebuild your gut microbiome. And I know that can scare some people, um, but we offer four, or I teach four different styles of fasting. Mm, right, yeah. None of which you have to do if you don't want to. You can just continue what you did for the first three weeks for the fourth week. You've got all this freedom, you know, because not all populations yeah. should be fasting. But there's a way to fast, like fast mimicking uh, mm-hmm. the work of Dr. Walter Longo here at uh, USC. Um, his work has really profoundly changed what we know about the body's ability to heal. And when you look at some of the research he's done around fast mimicking, meaning you're eating, mm-hmm. but the body believes you're fasting, and that's some pretty powerful stuff. So that last one of 131 is to fast and refuel, but again, a customized approach, which might mean eating during your fast. Yes, and you share also... There's a specific story I remember. Somebody didn't even do that part, yeah. you know, and you're going to, you know, just employing these insights and the the strategy and asking these questions, regardless of what approach you take, ultimately for yourself, by following the guidelines, you're going to get amazing results. But the I love that that's included because this is like a part of my life. Yeah. And I do, 
everything that I do has a purpose. It's yeah. like I've been doing this for so long that I don't want to do anything just because. Right. And so those benefits with the fasting, whether it's intermittent fasting, whether it's a longer kind of structured fast, that word, you, I'm so glad you said that can scare people. Yeah. But it shouldn't because right. this is one of the things that humans have been doing forever. Right. And But I think it's also, you know, the, ple- the pleasure monkey, you know, in our heads. It's like, well, I'm going to miss something, you yeah. know. And you also give options so we can continue to eat. But the fast mimicking is something really interesting as well. Can you share just a little teeny little bit yeah. about fast mimicking foods? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um for me personally, the first time I was introduced to intermittent fasting, all I knew were the rules, you know, like, okay, start eating at this time and stop at this time. I'm like, okay, got it. I didn't look into like, why am I doing this other than to help me lose body fat? What's happening in my body? What, what, what's taking place and why do I want to do this? I, so I didn't even understand really from a metabolic standpoint how it was working. Therefore, I wasn't doing it correctly. I wasn't intermittent fasting. I thought it was, but I was also eating small amounts of food that were probably pretty high in carbohydrates. And I didn't realize how that was affecting my blood sugar levels. I didn't realize that was kicking me out of ketosis because mm-hmm. I, I was still starving. So I'm like, okay, starve yourself, but starving and fasting are different. Yeah. Um, and so fast mimicking, what we do know is that in order for the body to generate or trigger autophagy, which is the body's way of killing and uh, get recycling, if you will, dead and broken cells, um, which is so powerful. In order to, to generate that, in order to create the increase of human growth hormone, in order to have all those benefits that come with fasting, the primary thing you need to focus on is making sure that you are basically depleting as close as possible your glucose and glycogen stores. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to do that. In fact, um, the research that I just mentioned and he's doing human studies too, uh, Dr. Walter Longo, um, where they're looking at and they have proven that they can keep people in ketosis and generate autophagy, even in cancer patients, which is pretty remarkable, while eating a very specified diet that's pretty high in fat, still low in calories. But it's about keeping those glucose and glycogen levels in check. And I think most people don't realize Um, what they're eating, unless you do a little bit of tracking and you understand what the objective is. Like, what is your objective? That's the first thing I start with in the book is like, is it appropriate for you, first of all, if you've got an eating disorder? Not even diagnosed, you think you might. That could be a wrong population too. You probably don't wanna fast, and so we have options for that person. If you're a breastfeeding mom, um, and just certain populations where you've gotta take food with your medication, it's probably not a good idea. But for so many people, if you understand what it does for you and the stem cell increases, stem cell production and and just how amazing you feel, how it just completely can reset your gut. And it's the refueling after the fast that is so powerful in changing our immune system. Like you literally can change your immune system mm. by learning how to rebuild. I always say it's kind of like um, starting over in a relationship. You know, you got Mm. this really good guy and you don't realize you've been mistreating him. Well, that's how most of us treat our gut health. Mm. Wow. Oh my gosh. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so crazy because, you know, like you got this whole, you know, you want to be in love, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to be in a good relationship. Then, 
you know, maybe your your microbiome, but it's not your microbiome. Maybe it's something you ate hurt you, and you like yeah. you blame the microbiome, <laughs> and then you start having some issues and trusting yes. and taking care of. We are taking this analogy down that the hole. microbiome that you get. Yep. And then you're unhappy, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day. You yeah. keep going from microbiome to microbiome. You didn't know what you had. You didn't know what you had until you lost it. Yeah. So it's crazy. And, and I love the fact that you're highlighting, uh, supporting the microbiome and just how much stems from that, you yeah. know. And uh, I love that. You're but, good. Like, I mean, yeah. and even I didn't know what that word meant three years ago. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I'd heard the term leaky gut mm-hmm. and I had no idea that related to me. In fact, when I started trying to unravel how I got here, the first integrative medical doctor, I said, how is it possible that I eat, you know, and drink these healthy shakes and I eat these protein bars and, and I'm eating salads and I'm, I'm eating, I'm getting all my A's and B's and D's and K's and how is it I, I'm deficient in all of these areas? Mm. And she said, clearly you have leaky gut. And then we went through the checklist and holy cow, yeah. I had no I I had no idea that being bloated, no, it's TMI, but like having gas, mm-hmm. that th- those things weren't normal, you know, until I started eating the way I need to eat, yeah. and now I know what it feels like. I didn't know what it felt like yeah. to feel good yeah. all the time. And it's it's like literally life changing, and it's you know it's it's a revelation because. Man, I'm just putting myself in in those shoes. Even, you know, for folks that are listening that, you know, you tend to run at a really high level. When something happens, you know, maybe you get a cold or something, you're just like devastated. Mm -hmm. Like how do people, like you're driving down the street and you see people smiling, holding hands. Like, look at them. (laughs) They don't understand how good they have it, you know. But for when you come out of that, you know, for any of us, when you actually start to feel great. Yeah. Because I didn't know what that was like. Because it's not just the physical, what you see, as we talked about, you know, this difference between health and fitness, but just how clear you are, how things just kind of come together better in your in your life and in your thoughts. Your energy levels, energy. obviously, you know, Insane. is a huge thing. Sleep, yeah. mood. And um, your digestion, your food, like, you know, like everything is just working well. You know, we I'd take those things that. for granted. You know, it's like we know that, but then we also think we can outsmart it. You know, we also think that we it can have that big of an effect until you really become aware and you rebuild your gut. And and I also like to tell people that just because it's on someone's healthy list or someone's a, a allowed food list doesn't mean that it's right for you. An example for me was I had really had tremendous improvements. I felt so good. I knew that I was healing my gut. Um, but yet I still was having some issues and we could not pinpoint it. Um, and just, you know, kind of irregular and still having mild bloating sometimes. And then eventually I narrowed it down to quinoa, which is great for so many people. Yeah. But for me, it's not. You know, so I always tell people it could be kale it could, and, or it could be um, something that's incredibly processed junk food. Mm-hmm. You just don't know until you get healthy. And then that's why the fasting and refueling is so powerful because then you can isolate like one thing. You're like, I, I really think it's eggs or I really mm-hmm. think it's whatever, fill in the blank. And then you know, and that's so much more powerful than sending away to a, for a kit, um, you know, that's going to tell you about your food sensitivities. Yeah. It's much more powerful. And it also is a deterrent. So if you've ever got the flu or food poisoning, Whatever it was you ate just before, you're like, I never want to see it again. Yeah. It's disgusting. I don't care what it was. 
Once you start to become aware of what makes you feel bad, you're like, I don't want that food. You don't have to tell me not to eat it. I don't want it. Yeah. You know? Literally got a story just happened right before we got on the plane. Uh, my son, Brayden, he went to school and I, you know, they send little pictures. Now. Like, again, like this is stuff we didn't get. You yeah. Know? Like they're sending pictures throughout the day of like, what is he doing? Wow. I don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to I don't care that like. <laughs> You know, is he writing a script? I don't know, you know, but right. like, like I guess so they great. chopped up some fruit. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, but I'm thinking it is that. Like they had, you know, it was like a lot of fruit, the kids sharing, that kind of thing. But he had a bar, like, um, and I'm not going to throw the company under the bus, but it's very simple. It was like two or three ingredients, mm-hmm. very like, um, you know, minimal processing. Okay. And he had the bar. And then maybe like 20 minutes later, he didn't feel well. Mm. And, you know, he was like, literally I had to pull the car over, you know, just think, he was like, dad, you know, I'm just like, cause I'm, we were about to go pack cause we gotta get to the airport. Mm. And I'm just like, this would be worst case scenario oh, if this dude, no, if he throws up in my car. Oh yeah. All right? okay, you're not I'm worried not, about the plane. Yeah. The not even there yet. Car. That was, okay. in, it was going to be in the morning. <laughs> and so, but we made it home. And so, you know, needless to say, you know, the next day or whenever it was, when he's feeling better, maybe it's two days later and he had an option of having that bar. Guess what he didn't want? Right. You know, it could, yeah. because it was that thing and he had that so mental powerful. association. He's had those bars, you know, 50 times. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's co- and it's a it's a cool thing because you know, like I was talking to your wife today and we we're talking about how you know, there's discipline, but you don't need discipline and say I don't want this food if you already have a neg you know there's a negative association yeah. with you for that food. And that's just a much more powerful place to come from instead of a list of rules. Instead of someone saying, here's all the foods you have to eliminate, you know, you making the right decisions on what you want to test and what you suspect is giving you fits, that's so much more powerful. And then you don't have to rely on discipline. Exactly. You're relying on intuition yeah. in your knowledge, and that's powerful. It's more, more powerful than any test of your allergies, of these 70 things you can't eat now. Yeah. Because, you know, and then I know for a lot of folks, it'll conjure up, like, how could this be bad for people? How could that? Every single food has some issues yeah. potentially Could, and every food yeah. has some potential benefit and it's just understanding that you know if, like you mentioned quinoa earlier there's like these those sap they're called saponins it's like these soap-like sugar molecules that can like rub some people's gastrointestinal tract the wrong way for other people Nothing, not a problem right? it's, it's amazing it gives them health but it's these small things that yeah. you have to pay attention to for yourself. And yeah. the only way you can do that is just to pay attention and to experiment. Yeah. You know, give yourself permission. And that's what you did. It's so great to be an expert at you. Yeah. You know, that's oh, the man. thing. Yes. The ultimate. Yeah. It's the ultimate. So I want to talk to you about my favorite aspect of the 131 method. And we'll do that right after this quick break. So sit tight. We'll be right back. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was obsessed with juice. All right, I'm talking about the juice boxes. Capri Suns? You remember when Capri Suns came out? The complication of getting that straw into that little plastic bag and shooting it all over your oneself as a child? Everybody had to experience it, but the Capri Sun was delicious. All right, it went from there to, you know, getting a little bit more fancy and having, quote, tropical punch became a big fan of like Hawaiian punch and that was my thing. I wasn't a big fan of sodas. I was getting the juice, but here's the thing. It wasn't really juice, all right? If you would read the package, it would literally say 0% juice in the juice. It was trickery, trickery. And here's the thing, how can they create these flavors? 
uh, there's this incredible technology. We have a gas chromatograph that you can synthesize and, and extract and find those flavors and create them artificially. So what's the point in going and getting a real strawberry if you can create that flavor and that smell? And so we really kind of found ourselves in a nutrition black hole because of that and providing these things to our, our kids and our society as if everything is normal, but it's not normal. We know now that those fake juices were hurting us, hurting our metabolism, uh, introducing a tremendous amount of sugar, very uh, processed sugar that can really cause massive issues, whether it's with our, our brain health, whether it's with our metabolism and our ability to burn fat. Matter of fact, the name Tropical Punch, where does it even come from? It's really like a punch to your pancreas, all right? It's a nice uppercut. And so today though, the game has changed, all right? Now we have this updated knowledge and we have the ability to create a juice that's really special and something that's available no matter where you go because it's been low temperature processed to retain all of these vital nutrients and these wonderful, many of them red superfoods and delivering not just a similar flavor sensation, you know, back in the day we had crystal light. Don't forget about crystal light. But this is something that's actually going to add to your health and not take away. All right, my kids are also huge fans of the red juice formula as well. And this is why. One of the hallmark ingredients here in the red juice formula is acai. You've heard of acai. It's hot. It's hot right now. 10 times more antioxidants than just about any fruit that you can name. It's an antioxidant powerhouse that also assists your body in producing its own endogenous uh, antioxidants, which are really the most powerful forms of these things that really help to keep us younger, longer. All right, we've got some cranberries in there. All right, cranberries are great for your digestion and for your bladder. Pomegranate, again, super hot right now. Pomegranate is full of uh, antioxidants as well and found to be beneficial and study after study for your cardiovascular health as well as strawberry you've got some blueberry in there too raspberry great source of vitamin c Gr vitamin c is great for your immune system for generating creating new tissues vitamin c is great for your skin and the list goes on and on because we've also got some other super herbs in this formula too cordyceps rhodiola ginseng what am i talking about here i'm talking about red juice from organifi all right, you need to get your hands on this red juice. It is amazing. It tastes good and also it is incredible for you. This is kicking the whole concept of these barrel juices and juice boxes that I used to get messed up on when I was a kid right down the stairs, all right? This is the real deal, all right? Again, low temperature process to actually retain the nutrients so you're actually getting what is promoted to be in the red juice itself. So pop over, check them out. It's Organifi.com forward slash model. You get 20% off of the red juice right now. All right, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash model for 20% off the red juice formula, the green juice, the gold, everything that they carry. All right, but I highly, highly recommend getting your hands on the red juice. I like to have it in the afternoon, a little pick-me-up to give a little bit of a jolt and supporting your energy, but coming from earth-grown nutrients, real food. All right, so again, pop over, check them out, Organifi.com forward slash model for 20% off. And now back to the show. All right, we're back and we're talking with New York Times bestselling author and real life superhero, Shalene Johnson. And before the break, I want to talk about my favorite aspect of the 131 method. And it is paying attention to the cyclical nature mm -hmm 
of life itself and how we ideally are going to kind of shift and pay more attention to being more cyclical with our nutrition. Yeah. And I believe you call it diet phasing. Yeah. So let's talk about that. It just was a, a realization in speaking with all these experts that there's we have this natural ability to want to stay alive. It's what our bodies want to do is keep us alive and keep everything the same. So homeostasis is what often will result in people gaining weight because they're like, wow, I just went keto and I lost all this weight and I'm going to stay keto because I told everyone I was keto. But then they start gaining weight and they can't figure out what's going on. Um, Same thing with exercise. You know, I've been doing the same exercise program and I lost all this weight to start with. And now I'm still doing this exercise program. I'm eating the same, but I'm gaining weight. And realizing it's very much like something we've accepted in terms of uh, fitness. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, just you've got to cross train. You've got to change things up. You've got to have cycles to your training so that you're always improving. You're always kind of keeping the body guessing. And then taking a look at what our ancestors did. You know, the food that was available in the winter wasn't available in the summer. And they so were you, forced to. They're forced to phase. And yeah. so that's how we have been designed to thrive. Yeah. And guess what's really fun about phasing is you, you're, that next thing that you're really excited about eating is right around the corner. You don't have to put your identity into a food. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people do that. They just want to yeah. put a you know, steak in the ground and say, well, I'm vegetarian or I'm you know, raw vegan or I'm uh, paleo or keto, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think what's probably the best way for all of us to approach this is this is what's serving me right now. Yeah. But then phasing your diet allows you to not have to experience that that weight plateau or the weight gain that often comes when we try to do the same thing day after day, week after week, year after year. This is, it seems so Captain Obvious, you know. Yeah. But when you're saying this, I'm even thinking about you know, how we put ourselves into these boxes and it creates so much dissonance between us too. And we can't just talk about the majority of things that work for all of us, you know, because right. it was just like, you know, paleo for life, fool. You yeah. know, just throwing up our own little, you know, like what set you claiming, you know? Right. I'm um, keto. Well, duh, you don't know this, right. you know? And so it's just opening ourselves up. And, and it's not fun to be around those kind of people either. The ones yeah. where you're like, oh boy, you know, they're going to start talking about their whatever. Yeah. And it, it feels kind of judgy. And then most of us, we just don't want to be wrong, right? Like yeah. I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I just don't want to be wrong. I want to know what I should do. And so we hang on dogmatically to these labels or, you know, way of eating when really if we just approached our diet from the standpoint of like, this is what's right for me yeah. right now. So first of all, big shout out to, you know, all the different frameworks because all of these frameworks are valuable, you know, mm. uh, paleo, vegetarian, True. Uh, raw food. All yeah. of these things have great value and that they give us structure. They give us these things to pay attention to. Uh, but what we're really trying to, and especially, you know, with your new book is to communicate is to not put yourself in a box that may be hurting you. Right. And also something that might not allow for you to experience, enjoy a greater level of health or to accomplish whatever your one the, the, with the one, three, one, mm-hmm. whatever your one goal is because of a diet dogma. That's now, right. again, not to say that they're not valuable, right? which, you know, I, I subscribe lives. to many of those sure. things, but 
we need to really listen to our inner guidance system first and foremost. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love that cross training too with cross training your yeah. diet. Yeah, it's love like it. we've accepted that from a fitness standpoint. Like we we just know you've got to cross train, you've got to phase your diet, you've got to, um, you know, e- even just thinking about how athletes train and they do it in cycles. Mm. Everything happens, everything happens in cycles. Our sleep happens in cycles, our hormones happen in cycles. You, know, you think about farming, everything happens in cycles when it comes to life and that's how we were meant to thrive. It just makes sense, it adds order and it's so freeing to have that approach, yeah. you know, because I think so many of us, we, we don't know that we are smart enough to figure this out, you, we really are. Absolutely. And we have permission to. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. And by the way, so you do incorporate and encourage in, in part of the protocol there, you know, that um, not just diet phasing, but macro phasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, in each one of the phases, there are three phases in the 131. And each phase is designed specifically to target one mode of health so that ultimately what we're doing is rebuilding your gut health, helping you fix your metabolism, helping you to understand how your body works so you can really have the most energy and feel your best. But you also have to experiment with these things with some structure. So the third and final phase, we do something that's called macrophasing, which is, um, you know, if you're familiar with carb cycling, mm-hmm. it's not carb cycling, it's literally macrophasing so that you could teach your body how to be metabolically flexible. Yeah. So that you can have days where you're eating more carbohydrates and then days where you're maybe cutting down on carbohydrates, eating a diet that's healthy in fats and and then a day that's like really lean and filled with tons of greens and vegetables and, and fruit. And, and when you teach people through the process of these three phases, by the time you get to that third phase, you can do that. Yeah. And your body knows what to do with that energy source, not just store it as fat. Yeah. And so we call it macro phasing. And, and that requires a little bit more structure. You, you kind of have to know what you're eating. And I think sometimes people are like, I don't want to count. I don't want to know. I don't want to track. And I agree. I think we can get too obsessive about that. But from time to time, you got to look at your bank account. You can't just mm-hmm. spend. You know, and, and every time somebody does that, myself included, I try to do it, as I suggest in the book, at least once a quarter, I'm going to spend a couple of weeks just tracking because I'm always way off when I do that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize hmm. I really let things slide. We all do. So it's, it's no different from just checking out your bank account every once in a while. You've got a finite amount of energy. And by doing a little bit of tracking, using a simple app like MyFitnessPal, you just kind of know, okay, here's where I'm at. Yeah. But I don't want people to get caught up in, like you probably know people like that. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm one gram yeah. over you know, and they're just miserable to be around. It's like, let live. Yeah. Like this is life and your body is going to balance everything out for you. Yeah. You know, that's mindset. It's so much more freeing to look at food as fuel and your friend and medicine. It can fix it. Absolutely. Because stress, even though it has zero calories, it can really (sighs) cause some issues with your body and how it's even dealing with that food. Yeah. When you're so, you know, um, obsessive about that one gram or whatever the case might be. So it's just finding that balance. But these are all things that, you know, we, we have to coach, we have to talk about because we've been so conditioned. It just depends on the person's story because some people listening were just like, I wouldn't be that upset about, you know, going over or whatever this. Yeah. Some people are, some you people know, are. and 
that's just one way of being. And it might have served them because we tend to do things that do work for us. And but then we get so attached to them that they cause dysfunction. Right. And that's what again, what I really love about your approach is like looking at these things. Let's talk about them. Yeah. And here's some delicious food. Yeah, exactly. You know, so um, all the information about the the protocol itself is in the book. But I want to talk to you while I have you here. I want to definitely cover this. And this is something you mentioned. I think it's so important that there are going to be setbacks. Mm hmm to expect them and prepare accordingly. And this is something I think a lot of us don't get because, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're going to start next Monday. We're going to start when we get back from the vacation. You know, I'm going to do this 30 days. I'm going to do this 60 days, whatever. Something's going to happen at some point, you know, for the vast majority of us, it might be, you know, kid gets sick. It might be, you know, uh, something, car problems. It might be whatever. Something's going to happen that, if we can just start to talk about this, that something is going to happen, setbacks are going to happen, but we can prepare for them and be ready when they do. And not throw in the towel. So two things that drive me crazy. Um, not a fan of the term, uh, I cheated. I think that's a term that we should use for people who break their marriage vows. I don't think we should use the word cheat for someone who decides to eat a cupcake mm-hmm. or enjoy a glass of wine. You know, that's number one. So we, we have to get rid of this, um, well... I messed up, so therefore I'm done, and I blew it. I failed. Because we don't look at other important areas of our life that way. Like your faith, for example. If you have a a week where you're like, gosh, I haven't spent any time reading the Bible or thinking about who it is I want to pray over, whatever it is, you don't go, well... I'm done for now, like and, until I decide to do, pick this up again. You're, it's a journey, yeah. you know, and you're going to have ebbs and flows. And I also think it's really important that people understand this is not about, when I say this, being healthy. Yeah. It's not about perfection. You know, I, someone said to me the other day, like, do you eat anything processed? I'm like, I'm a human. Mm. Of course I do. But I also, I just evaluate it and I think about how it made me feel and I'm trying to eat as whole as possible. But there's going to be weeks when I'm traveling and I can't do it as well. But I don't say I'm off of health. I'm on health. I'm on this journey. And it's just like a marriage. You know, you're going to have weeks where you feel a little disconnected, but you're not out of the marriage, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, it's about just thinking about this as this is, this is part of who I am. And there's going to be highs and lows. And to just remove any shame and guilt and give ourselves grace because this is about trying to live longer and live better, live fuller and be happier. Uh I just want to ask you so many things and talk to you. I've got one more question I want to ask you about. And it's a statement that you mentioned in the book is that you have to choose your heart. Mm. You have to choose your heart. Yeah. First of all, what does that mean for, for yeah. people? Because I was just like, okay, what is it? Where's she going? Oh, yeah. that's yeah. what this means. Yeah. And it's a, a phrase I think a lot of us have heard before. And in the book specifically, I reference a friend who called and said, you know, I said, how's it going? She was doing the one through one method. It's always funny when you have a friend or a family member that you're trying to help. And she goes, oh, it's, it's going good. But I just, I don't like having to like, in, in the beginning stages, like know how many fat grams or about how many carbohydrates. I, I just want to eat food. And I said, you, you can. It's a, it's a short period of time. It's understanding. And you're going to get to a place where it's intuitive. But you've got to decide what what hard 
do you want to deal with? Because you know what else is really hard? Feeling like crap. You know what else is really hard? Understanding that you're not going to live as long and your brain isn't going to be as sharp. And you know what else is hard is not fitting into your genes and feeling like you're a slave to your next workout. That's hard too. Mm. So choose your hard because this isn't that hard. You know, you spend a couple of weeks maybe doing that. For some people, it's less than that. You start to understand like, oh, wow, this is, when I'm eating this way, I start to feel really good. Mm. And and so I think sometimes we're, we're used to doing the easy hard thing when there's, there's probably another way that isn't as hard. It's just new to us. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Choose your heart. You get to choose. You get to choose. You get to choose. That's Every the great single gift. part of this book, I say, it's your choice. You know, there's, there are no hard and fast rules. Everything's a suggestion, you know, and I try to give ulti- you know, so if you want to try this, great. Yeah. This is probably going to work the best. If not, try this. So there's lots of options because you sit in the driver's seat and no one knows you better than you. If, if eliminating something from your diet that you'll read about is inflammatory, if that means that you're going to be a pain in the butt to live with and miserable, then don't eliminate it. Yeah. You know, have it. If you're fasting and you cannot think about getting through your morning without your your protein shake well then have it mm. you're the person in charge but know how it's affecting you yeah and make a decision that's right for you absolutely absolutely so good and the stories in here the results insane absolutely insane thank you so much and uh, again, just so grateful and grateful that I got my hands on an early edition this is going to be coming out just a couple of days before the official book release so yeah. folks can pre-order it right now can you let yeah. them know where they can pre-order pick For up sure. the book i think you got a couple of bonuses Freebies, as well. yeah, yeah and also where they can connect with you online too awesome yeah so the piece that's really important to me to both of us because knowledge is great but if you're not if you know it and you're not making those changes why why is that happening and we know that's mindset So I was really fortunate enough the publisher said, you know, we get that this is important to you. And they allowed me to create kind of a mindset coaching Mm. program. So you just pop in your earbuds and listen and help to kind of reverse engineer the right mindset to make this kind of change or any kind of change starts with belief. So the mindset training, that free piece is available to anyone who pre-orders the book. Um, and you just enter your order number at 131book.com. You can enter your order number from Barnes & Noble, Amazon, anywhere you purchased it. And you can also go to that link to order the book. It's pretty simple. To connect with me online, um, hit me up on Instagram. That's cool. I'm Shaleen Johnson on Instagram. Send me a DM. And I love having new listeners for The Shaleen Show. So hopefully people stop by and say hello on the podcast. Awesome. Oh, so by the way, you're one of the few people that I'd like watch, you know, on Instagram, your <laughs> posts. I read just about everything. I don't know why. I just love you. You know, just, you know, I love the content. And if if you're going to follow somebody on social media, it should be somebody that, you know, makes you smile, makes you think and doesn't make you feel chitty, chitty, bang, bang mm. about yourself. Amen. You know? We, I've told you this before. I, very, very selective about what I take in yeah. on in social media and you and your family and your wife and your kids. So good. You need your own show. <laughs> it might happen. Who knows? <laughs> Who mo- Listen, um, thank you so much, really, for coming to see me and to hang out. And I appreciate you so much. This book is just something special and I'm um, really excited well, for you. One of my favorite people, favorite podcast. I mean, seriously, there's such a huge debt of gratitude so many people have to you for 
teaching us how important it is to take care of our health inside out. Awesome. So thanks for having me here. I received that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, Shalene Johnson. Listen, this is just an important moment in our culture right now because, you know, there's a big shift taking place. We had the time of, you know, follow the rules, cookie cutter. This is the ultimate diet that's going to end all diets. That's not how stuff works. We are all so different. We're so unique. And we're even from for within ourselves, we're different than we were last week or last year. And to have the tools and to have the the, the flexibility to change and adapt, that's the ultimate place that we want to get. And that's where, again, that's where the, the things are shifting right now. And Shalene is at the forefront of this with this new book. So definitely go and grab yourself a copy and get those extra bonuses as well, like right now. All right, head over and check it out. It's 131book.com. And listen, this is just the beginning. All right, we're just scratching the surface. We've got some incredible powerhouse episodes coming your way. And if you got a lot of value out of this episode, make sure to pop over to social media and share it out with the people that you care about. All right, and tag me. I'm at Sean Model. Tag Shalene as well. It's at Shalene Johnson, all right, on the different platforms and share the love, all right? Sharing is caring. So again, incredible stuff coming up for you. So make sure to be ready. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.